Welcome to Naturally Inspired Radio, coming to you from Wild County, Colorado, a right-to-farm community in the heartland of America, providing real solutions for healthy living, get back to basics, defend your right to health, big pharma, big insurance, big food needs a big overhaul. Naturally Inspired Radio, helping people feel good so they can do what they love for longer. Hey, hey, hey. It is Tuesday, December 5th, and this is your Tuesday episode of Naturally Inspired Radio. Did you get outside today? Oh my gosh, I'm just enjoying the sunshine. I'm enjoying the blue sky, even though the country roads out here are muddy, full of mud puddles, and (laughs) that makes for a pretty muddy run in the mornings, but I'm still loving it. Loving being outside, and I hope, I hope you're taking time to do your morning ritual. Yesterday we talked about that, how important it is to kind of have a ritual and how good it feels when that schedule goes off without a hitch. It just sets you up for a great week. Yesterday I had a great routine in the morning. Today, just about as good. A little, little, little upset. Our bull on the farm at 1890 Homestead is acting a little funny. It seems like I always have somebody to worry about at 1890 Homestead. If it's not a kid, it's a chicken. If it's not a chicken, it's a pig. And if it's not a pig, it's a cow. I tell you what, it is the way it is in, in farm life. Today, I've got a really exciting guest. This is such important information. This is, this is the answer, in all honesty. This whole personal responsibility issue that we tend to be grappling with here in the United States. This guy, Mark England, he has some answers for us. So if you're listening, call, text, get a friend to listen, because this is really important information. Mark is a former elementary school PE teacher, which I found kind of funny because I don't know what your PE teacher was like, but I remember my kid's PE teacher in elementary school, you know, full of bubbly energy and excitement and their strategy as a PE teacher is to motivate kids. So I found it kind of funny that Mark comes from that background. He's also a fighter, and uh, he's the co-founder now, though, and head coach of Enlifted. He has been researching, presenting, and coaching for the past 16 years, and he's conducted over 5,000. That's 5,000. That's daunting to me when I see that number, one-on-one coaching sessions. He's led over 750 workshops. He's appeared on over 350 podcasts. He's uh, been featured in two documentaries. He's produced uh, three online training courses. He has done a TED Talk, which I had the pleasure of listening to, and it was really good. Um, He's personally certified over 350 Enlifted coaches, and we're going to learn about Enlifted as we talk with Mark today. I'm really excited for this conversation because, like I said, I really mean it. Um, Taking personal responsibility for your health is key. We are in the midst of a change, a paradigm shift in health specifically, in a lot of things. But here we talk about health. This is so necessary And in order to make this paradigm shift, we have to start believing in ourselves again. We have to start believing in our body's capability and our own ability to take personal responsibility for our choices. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today on the Naturally Inspired Radio Show. Tammy, thank you for having me, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, I'm really excited. Like I said, uh, I think this is... Such an important topic, and I'm, I, you know, I binge watched your 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 content, and I'm like, yes, yes, this is it. This is exactly what we need right now. There's a lot of information out there, but the way that you break it down and the way that you connect our physical being to our language and to our actions, it just really nailed it for me. So I'm really excited to have you here today. And I want to get started right off the bat, if that's okay with you. I want to talk um, <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit. Let's do a little bit of your background, how you got into work like this. Got it. Yep. So you, you mentioned the, the, the fighting. I thought I was a, a, a tough guy in high school and college. I, I wrestled in high school and, and got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu in the, in the mid-90s, 
and um, Thai boxing and MMA and, and you know, to, competed, um, had a handful of MMA fights and some kickboxing fights. And, and uh, I, I got an interesting opportunity to, to go over to Thailand for a year. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go over there for a year and teach and and but the, the the that's the cover story for me going over there and, and training and then I'll come back over here and, and go pro with the fighting that was that was the plan was that and Muay that Thai Tammy, yes yes ma'am that was Muay Thai awesome. um uh, yep shout out to all the Thai boxers out there and um stuff works <laughs> oh yeah and uh that's exactly what didn't happen Tammy <laughs> I um I lived over there oh yeah I ended up living over there for 10 years. I spent a, a, a decade in Thailand, which still sounds strange to say, but that's, that is the case. And um, six months into my first year over there, I'm having my second knee surgery. And the doctor told me, uh, I remember like it was yesterday, he said very in, in you know, broken English, he goes, your career as a fighter is over. Whoa. You could become. Right, you could become a very good swimmer, <laughs> and I'm I'm picturing me doing laps next to Grandma at the pool. Not what I had in mind at 27 years old. And so darkness descends, and I mean, I had three going away parties. It was a big deal. I'd only had my passport for two years. This was the by far the biggest move I'd ever made, and I fell flat on my face. And, and I used that experience as proof in the, fi as, 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 as the, the final piece of damning evidence in a case that I was secretly making against myself, that I was not good enough, that I was somehow doomed to fail, there was something wrong with me, and I entrenched a 12 out of 10 level victim mentality. Turned myself into a grown-ass man, baby. That's, <laughs> That's impressive. Term. 12 out of 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 12 out of 10. I mean, so much so I didn't I didn't laugh for an entire year. I don't recommend doing that. And um, and finally, I got uh, uh, it was the, it was the first time I ever remember wisdom showing up in my life after a year of um, blaming the universe for something that I created. OK, no globalists necessary. And after after a year of blaming the universe and everyone else and my genetics and my, my anyone that I could find, I looked down that road and I said, are you going to be doing this at 55 years old? Are you going to be complaining about a flash in the pan? I mean, I was never going to be all that great anyway. Uh, uh, are you going to be are you going to be complaining about this when you're 55, a flash in the pan, shoulda, woulda, coulda fight career? Because if you do that, buddy then you really are a loser. Then you really are, uh, um, then you really did, you, you really did mess up royally. And, and I, I looked at that and I was like, I'll take anything but that. And I was right around the time that, so I was a, a PE teacher, an elementary school PE teacher. Great gig. Love the kids. So much fun. I mean, I, it was, there were four quarters to the year. It was, an, it was a, at an international school in Bangkok. And we ran an American calendar, and there was four quarters. And one of the quarters was frisbee, one of the quarters was dodgeball, one of the quarters was swimming, one of the quarters was soccer. So I played games with. That's awesome. We're going to hear more about Mark's story. We're also going to talk about something called imposter syndrome and a whole lot more. And mindset. You know how I always say mindset is kind of a, one of those words that gets lost in translation? Mark's going to define it for us. We'll be right back with Naturally Inspired Radio and Mark England. Stay tuned. Need pain relief? Gruska's Topical Mist Spray-On Water-Based Carbon 60 Suspension quickly absorbs into the skin, penetrating into muscles and joints to help reduce oxidative stress and inflammation. Spray it on to mist away your pain. Visit c-60.com or call 720-600-6040. Be sure to tell them that Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360.
We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. We're back on Naturally Inspired Radio. We're talking with Mark England, and we're going to dive into things like victim mentality. We're going to dive into what imposter syndrome is. All of these topics are so crucial to us making this shift into this new paradigm of health, where we understand our body's capability, where we trust, where we have confidence to know that we can make decisions for ourselves and take personal responsibility. Mark, will you tell us what is is imposter syndrome. Happily. It's it's a one of the trifectas of mindset hell is the victim mentality, imposter syndrome, and a telephobia. A telephobia, everybody, the fear of not being good enough. I'll start with the definition of the victim mentality and then we'll work into imposter syndrome and then we'll work into a telephobia. And usually those are like they're usually holding hands, skipping down the street, uh, and, and causing all the problems. So I, I entrenched that victim mentality super hard, and I was in Thailand, living in Bangkok, hating my life. Even though I was in paradise, I had a great gig, and, um, and eventually I went down to a place called The Spa on Koh Samui, and it was a, a seven-day detox resort cleansing resort and i went to an emotional detoxification workshop and i saw a guy with one word tammy turn a turn a woman's and it was a nasty breakup it was very embarrassing and very public and humiliating yes and and still after four years it was happened four years ago she's still she's still a 12 out of 10 on the um he did that to me scale and he went into the story and he found the one sentence. So everybody, we're talking about spells. By definition, Webster's, not mine. If you got a pen, write this down. The definition of a spell, Webster's, is a word or a combination of words of great influence. That's it. And they go both ways. They can be constrictive in nature. They can be expansive in nature. Spells, as in the, 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 the sentences, prison sentences, mental prison sentences that we tell ourselves, Again, take the take the weirdo pedophile globalists out of it, and if we just we just stay at our you know familial community level, there's there's so much victim mentality to be cleaned up there. That's and it's 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 a great opportunity because that's how we unlock our breathing. And I'm a big fan of supplementation. I don't care how good your supplementation is. If someone is in a chronic upregulated stress state because they're talking about how you know they never get the credit for they they never get the credit that they deserve, and she needs to respect me more. And how dare he say that to me? And who do they they think they are? And and they are wasting my time. And if I keep telling myself stories like this, my breath is going to stay trapped in my chest, and and I'm going to redline, and a gasket will blow. Our bodies are not designed to stay in upregulated stress states for prolonged periods of time. We are designed to thrive in parasympathetic nervous system response a majority of the time, also known as low and slow diaphragmatic breathing. And the thing that for the first 10 years, I've been doing this 16 years. Thank you for that wonderful intro. The first 10 years I spent teaching this stuff in a variety of very cool and, and developed yoga communities. And they're very interested in getting better. And we would get the, the pen and the paper, and we would get these stories out of their head because that's where people keep the scary words. These scary words, scary stories out of their heads on paper, and we would break these spells, these constrictive spells. And Rudolf Steiner, biodynamic farming, that's his stuff. He said any force that seeks to constrict or control is by definition Luciferian. That's something to think about. And so – And this woman's story, so the first time I ever saw this was in 2003, this woman's story, the thing that held it together, the sentence that held it together, the linchpin sentence that held that victim-centric story together was, he did that to me. And Mm -hmm. the facilitator knew what he was doing. He said, repeat it. And he had her say it three times, so everybody in the room is staring at the same sentence. No need to go anywhere else. He found found the bear trap. And then he he goes, "That, that last word, take that out and put in put in himself 
And it was such a radical departure. And we'll get to imposter syndrome. It was such a radical departure from the story she'd been telling herself. It, it, it was clunky, and then it had up talk at the end. He 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 did that to himself, and then the breath unlocked. <sighs> he did. He did do that to himself. And then she started talking about how he lost friends, and it ended up being worse for him. And then she finally goes, that was never going to work out anyway. That guy was actually really weird. <laughs> and she walked out of that a different person. And 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 I've looked at that, and I fell in love on site. I know cool is an opinion. I go, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I had, I had a he did that to me story. He shouldn't have been kicking that hard. We were just warming up. And so, and that was the first day that I ever started thinking about my thinking. Got it. And that's what that is. That that exactly. Most people are not thinking about their thinking. They are thinking. There's a big difference. And our man Alan Watts said, he said, when you learn to think about your thinking, you become alive in a new way. So the definition, and you know, we'll go to break. We can. I, I'm. I do this professionally. We can pick back up. Is this a good time? How about we do this? We don't have a break until 3.29, so we've got a few minutes. Okay, perfect. I'll do the definition of the victim mentality, then we'll go to imposter syndrome, then we'll go to intellophobia, and and, and then we can get into solutions if that sounds fun. That's perfect. Great. Perfect. Everybody, pick up a pen. Here are the numbers, 30, 50, 80. 30, 50, 80. We remember 30% of what we hear, 50% of what we write, 80% of what we turn around and teach, share, explain, same thing. I'm going to recite the definition of the victim mentality. Most people have never heard it, much less written it down. And if you pick up a pen and write down the words, you are now in a very exclusive club of people that have written down the verbatim definition of the victim mentality. Here it is. The victim mentality is an acquired personality trait where a person tends to regard himself or herself as the victim of the negative actions of others, even in the absence of clear evidence. Mm. The victim mentality depends on a habitual thought process and attributions. I'm going to do it again fast, put some polish on it, and then I'll hand it back to you, Tammy. Okay. The victim mentality is an acquired personality trait where a person tends, it's a tendency, everybody, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, where a person tends to regard himself or herself or herself, you want to get all compelled pronouns about it. <laughs> as the victim, yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm hip to all this weird <laughs> stuff. Uh, as the victim of the negative actions of others, even in the absence of clear evidence, the victim mentality depends Circle that word, everybody, on a habitual, underline that word, everybody, thought process and attributions. That second sentence is right between the eyes, right where it belongs. The victim mentality depends, as in it has to have a habitual, which accurately implies duration and addiction, thought process. What's a thought process? Glad you all asked. It's how you put your words together. That's how you use your words. And then an attribution, what's that? That's a characteristic. We're known as the language people. And... And that's great. We might as well be known as the language and the breathing people. And push comes to shove, it's about the breath. So the thing we focus on the most is the words in order to unlock people's breathing. Because until someone's breath is unlocked, you're not changing your perspective. Good luck changing. So I'm a coach. I do this all day. Good luck changing your client's mind if their breath is trapped in their chest. Take out clients and put in yourself. Good luck changing your mind, your mindset. Yours, you know what mindset is? Uh, yes. It's the story that you tell. Go That's ahead. what your mindset is, everybody. It's the story that you tell yourself to yourself about yourself, what you can do, what you can't do, what is possible, what isn't possible. And, and, um, and uh, yeah, good luck changing story if your breathing is trapped in your chest. It's not going to happen. I love that you focus on habitual. Now, I'm going to ask you a question because I write about self, you know, taking personal responsibility all the time. Um, because in health, this is, this is crucial, you know, to taking back your power when it comes to curating healing in your body. So does forgiving or taking personal responsibility for ourselves, does that relieve other people of the wrongdoings they did to you? It can help you relieve yourself of reliving the damn thing over and over and over again. Bingo. 
you're doing it for yourself, correct? I mean, this is this is the pushback yeah. I tend to get is that, well, but they were, you know, because some, some, there's, they're people have had horrible things happen to them. Absolutely horrible things happen to them, of course. Sure. But when we forgive and we let go and we stop that habitual thinking about the horrible thing, it is, it is for our own empowerment. And it doesn't relieve the person of that wrongdoing, does it? Because I think people think, once they stop thinking about it, that that person's no longer to, you know, accept responsibility for what they did, if that makes Listen, sense. My resentment my responsibility. The amount of resentment that I create in my world, in my head, and in my heart, that's my responsibility. That's nobody else's responsibility. The story that I tell myself about what has happened and the amount of times that I tell myself the story about what has happened, that's, that's, my, that's my responsibility. Nobody's, no, nobody's coming, folks. Nobody's coming to help you think about the, the, the unfortunate events in your life less. Okay? That, for, for, for better and for worse, that's on us. Yes. I feel like people would rather make no decision today than, than be responsible for their decision that they make. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's, let's qualify that. Some people, some people don't want to take responsibility and some people do. And that's cool. If you don't, great. If you do, great. And then in the people that, yes, I, I, and, and, you know, what, what's, what's the benefit? Let's focus on the benefit of, of thinking about our thinking more and, um, I'm a big fan of writing. I can I can go into some specifics of that later. Um, what's the, what's the benefit of that? How about how about um, uh, staying focused on the things that are important to you and keeping the drama down and building yourself up in your imagination and creating feelings of competence and confidence and connection uh, and and unlocking your breath. Good luck enjoying your life if your breath is trapped in your chest and if and you know i don't pick it on the globalists right now that's fine they, they deserve it and um you know that's that's the 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 individual and collective victim mentality is the thing that these people hook into mm-hmm. create um problem reaction solution okay if you want to get all david ike about it and then lead people around by the nose What's the new thing to be scared of? Here it is. And if you're already in an upregulated state, all they got to do is reach in there and pluck the thing, and people jump and do really dumb stuff. Okay, that's um, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, whether it's you know you're going out on a date and you want to have a better time with that person, or you want to increase your performance in the gym, or you want to live longer. I mean, call me old fashioned, but you know. If you're breathing well, you're going to live longer. I mean, it's it's like, you, you know, or at least have you'll, you'll be laughing more. Let's just go with that. You yeah. want to laugh more? Breathe better. Okay. You want to be a better listener? Breathe better. Yeah, we talk about the the fact that you really can't even begin healing until you get out of fight or flight and that so many of us are stuck in fight or flight all the time. So that's what that makes me think of when you say that breathing. You're absolutely right. Your body has to be in a a space of homeostasis in order to slow down your thought process. And I love that you talk about that all the time. This is a slowing down because I always like it. I liken it to getting on a roller coaster, right? Where you're standing on a platform and you have a choice. The roller, the roller coaster's coming. If you get on the roller coaster, it's full of anxiety and one thought after the next and racing down the, the trackway. Or you can just stand on the platform and breathe. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you win the, you win the breathing game. You win, you win the whole thing. And if someone wants to heal themselves from some... How about, okay, let's go back to resentment real quick. And, you know, they did that to me. And, and yeah, I mean, how about... what? What, what if what if you create a life that you're enjoying so much that you know you, you you think about the thing once a year or twice a year as opposed to five times a day? Right. You get all Byron Katie about it. It's it's a bru- it's brutal. Listen, th- th- who who said this thing was going to be easy? Easy? Did anyone like? Did anyone say, "Hey, your life is life is going to be easy"? No. <laughs> no. No one ever said that. But guess what? Sometimes it's not. And Byron Katie said it. She's right. Life is kinder to us than we are to ourselves. The thing happened 
once and we replay it a thousand times in our head and and blame other people, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking to Mark England. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. We have so much more to come. Stay tuned. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. Naturally Inspired Health Network.com, connecting people with real solutions for health. We're back with Mark England on Naturally Inspired Radio. We are talking about repetition and the story we tell ourselves, which Mark so eloquently um, describes mindset. His definition of mindset, in fact, is the story that we tell ourselves and we tell it over and over again. And that's the repetition that kind of leads us into this thinking that keeps us from achieving the results we want. Mark, how is, how is victim mentality being exploited today? Can you give us an example of that? Yeah, the news. Yeah. So, um, you know, the news, that's all, no need to go anywhere else. And pick your, pick your favorite outlet, Fox, <laughs> MSNBC. Here's how they play the game. So it's huge, big picture, as in global issues, national global issues that I have very little leverage in. At, if at all, okay, and so what that does is it creates it, these huge problems, okay, or it shows me huge problems, and I'm spectating. I'm a spectator. It's like it's like I'm a fan at the Super Bowl, and they're expecting me to do something about what's happening on the field, and so that places me in a state of inactivity, and and um. And overwhelm, and then low grade, potentially medium to high grade fear, and then during the breaks, they sell you weird pharmaceuticals <laughs> that uh, haven't been out for that long, and have a uh, you know um, a night a, a weird name, and weird people doing weird looking stuff on the uh, on on the commercials, and a laundry list of nineteen potential complications, and then they then they sell you a truck. Yes. So they, yes. scare you. they sell you something. They scare you, and then they get you. Because um, guess what, everybody? Healthcare is not healthcare. That's not healthcare. That's symptom management. They want to They want to manage your symptoms. They don't want you out there kicking ass and loving life and breathing well and starting your own business and start and, and starting your own garden and being a, a, a you know a, an active uh, person pillar in your in your community. They don't want you to be an elder. They want you to be elderly. There's a big difference between being an elder and elderly. Yes, yes. I, I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, you. A, a lot of our audience is is very uh, well informed, and and they've seen, they've been able to identify those tactics. And I and I think that um, you know the way you put it is so good, and so you know helps people understand it. You know that you get in this kind of uh, inactivity state, and and what does inactivity do? But creates anxiety. Right. As soon as you start moving, you can release some of that energy from inside the body and get yourself moving. Uh, can you talk to me about the breath? Because this is something I definitely need to work on. I know for sure <laughs> I need to practice a, a, a breathing routine where I can improve my breath. Because when you start out, you know, you, you, you become mindful of it. You realize I'm actually breathing really shallow. And and it can mm -hmm. take time to build that up, can't it? Yeah, for sure. Everything everything starts with awareness. Everyone, whether you're paying more attention to um, soft talk, so you're paying you start you you've begun the journey of thinking about your thinking. And oh, by the way, the, the gateway drug to the rest of your words is soft talk. I'll talk about 
that in a, in a moment if you want yes. me to. Yes, it's I the do. same thing our it's, it's the same thing with our breathing. Most people are not paying attention to their breathing because they've never learned to pay attention to their breathing. Did you have any classes in high school about how to breathe well? I did not. Me either. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, up in the public school system, I've got a degree in education. So on either side of that fence, I didn't. I didn't learn about how to breathe well. Okay. Imagine if you imagine if um, let's just say high school was uh, first 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 less first class was breathing. Uh, second class was um, uh, uh, gardening. Third class was um, uh, 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 how to how to publish books and start your own. And and, and then there was lunch that was locally sourced. Um, and and the people in that were cooking it um, weren't like fat and weird and wearing hairnets and and you know like um, <laughs> and then then. then in the fourth like the class, lunch lady. That was that. Yeah, like the lunch lady. Yeah, from um, you're just Sandler. Yeah, uh, Chris Farley. Uh, yeah, you're describing. I think you know. So many of us want this. This is what we want. Yeah. It, there's such a disconnect because you know you, you you talk about this and it's like I can I can just imagine my audience is going yes yes because you know that's what my audience wants and and dreams of. Why is there such a disconnect between what we want and what we do? Well, it, we're under a spell. Mm. We're under we're under a a spell of separation. The English language. This is also another way of of um, addressing that that question about how to breathe well. The first things first, everybody. Awareness. When you start to pay attention to things, it all starts there, and then then from there you go. Oh, I'm breathing in my chest again. Yeah. A couple of breaths. Go to YouTube and throw a dart into. Just punch in breathwork sessions. There's so many free breathwork sessions. It doesn't matter what you do. Go do five of them, five different ones, and then message me. Because guess what? You'll be glad you did. Because that's better than watching the news. And then, and then when if you start to learn to dismantle the victim-centric stories that we tell ourselves again, because this is an education issue. We didn't have any classes in high school about how to breathe well. We also didn't have any classes in high school about how to get our language working for us. And the English language is um, – I, I had an a Ayurvedic doc, doctor tell me once, he goes, the English language is a slave language. Now, I don't know if that's true. What I do know so, – so as if someone – the people that engineered it from the beginning were like, all right, we're going we're gonna to engineer this storytelling mechanism because that's what language is in a way that people are, are going to be slaves. I don't know. What I do know is that the way the English language is used almost exclusively enslaves people. It's that whole Taoist thing. Without rope, people bind themselves. Mm-hmm. The way the English language is used almost exclusively, it's externalized, it's vague, and it's inflammatory. Okay, and what we help people do is use their words to go from he did that to me to I did that to me or she's wasting my time to I'm wasting my time or I can't keep living like this to I can change some things uh, to I can change one thing or to maybe I might like to come on your radio show one day. Perhaps, Tammy, did I say that? I did not say that. I know what I said. I said, yes, I will. When are we doing it? It's called using soft talk to make things happen. Or solid talk to 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 make things happen, and um and yeah, so that gets into the more specific. And I'm very happy to come on your. I'll come on your show whenever and talk about this stuff. I get all uh, 16 years in the game, and I I get just as jazzed about it as day one. Oh, I know. I can't wait um, for you to come on the podcast too, everyone. He, uh, Mark will be on the Naturally Inspired podcast too, just after Christmas. So I know it's a little limited here where we have commercials and whatnot, but we're going to dive into this because this is exactly the type of stuff that is my jam. I mean, this is how I think we are going to break out of this. Instead of focusing on the darkness, I always say like you, we focus on creating we have to start focusing on creating yep. and solutions. Uh, Mark, your website is in lifted.me. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. And where can yes. people message you? Because you just mentioned, you know, message me. Are you taking direct messages from the from your audience? Oh, yeah. thousand percent. At Enlisted Coaches. 
at, on Instagram. At and lifted coaches. Yeah, at and lifted coaches. This is what I do. I, I, I talk to people about this all day long. And guess what I'm going to do tomorrow? That, this. And guess what I'm going to do next year? Like, I have a 50-year goal, Tammy. It's in my calendar. I'm going to do this for 50 years because I know I can pull off some epic, epic stuff in 50 <laughs> years. I'm and, no, seriously, it's in my calendar. I, I believe you. I believe you. And we need it. We absolutely need it. Everyone will be back after this short break. You're listening to Mark England and Listed.me. I'm Tammy Cuthbert Garcia, and this is Naturally Inspired Radio. Today's show is brought to you by NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com. If I could pick only one supplement to take with me on a deserted island, it would probably be my plant-derived minerals. I've been taking these minerals for years now, and I can't say enough about them. Our bodies need efficient amounts of minerals, many in trace amounts, to function at optimum levels. Keep your mineral levels high and your body feeling good with naturallyinspiredminerals.com while supporting our show. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. We're back on Naturally Inspired Radio. Visit Enlifted.me to get in touch with Mark England. We've been talking about victim mentality. We're talking about imposter syndrome. We're talking about what keeps us from doing the things we know we need to do to get the results we want, but somehow we get sidetracked. We talked, he's mentioned repetition, the stories we tell ourselves, um, all kinds of things here. Mark has a really profound way of, uh, of explaining this, real simple terms. He, he says that over and over again in his interviews. I'm a simple guy and he explains it simply. So you definitely want to check out his work. I want to move on to um, some of this other stuff, which is the language. You know, you really are specific about language. So what do you mean when you say most people's language is working against them? Are there specific words that we, you know, should be mindful of using? Yeah, there are, again, everybody, if you're a note taker, pick up your pen because it's note taking time. There are three pillars of uh what we at Enlifted called co- call conflict language. Originally, we called it victim mentality language and had to reshoot our first course because it's too strong of a place to start the conversation. Conflict language. And the three pillars are projections, negations, and soft talk. And they these three pillars account for roughly 85% of the language patterns that people use to accidentally, because who, I mean, who really wants to feel horrible? Who, who wants to, some people do, and it's, and it's very, it's not, there are really not many of them. Right. Truly. Uh, um, uh, you know, who wants to feel uh, tons of resentment? Who wants to feel neglected? Who wants to feel like they're not good enough? Who wants to feel incompetent? Who wants to feel, um, uh, 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 well, I already said, like, they're not good enough. The telephobia, the fear of not being good enough. Not many people want to, and yet people are. Why is that? It's because people are using their words in a certain way. So projections. Here are the projection keywords. He, she, they, mom, dad, people's first name, the government, okay? Mm-hmm. And and what it sounds what it sounds like is dad always talks to me like a child. Okay. Or she needs to respect me more. Or like that woman in Thailand and me, he did that to me. Here's the thing. If I say, I don't care how smart I am. This has nothing to do with how intelligent people are or, um, uh, um, 
it's not based at all. Einstein and Mark England, if they both say he did that to me, are both creating a victim-villain mental imagery. The victim, I, I'm in the picture. I'm the victim again, and then whoever's in the picture doing the thing to me is is uh, is in there too. I put myself in a stress response and um, trap my breath in my chest, which causes something called amygdala hijack. You can look that up. That's a you know, don't I sound smart now? Amygdala hijack. That's all stress response. When someone's breath gets trapped in the chest, here's what happens, everybody. We get focused in on something, hyper-focused in on something, and we lose access to our peripheral vision. Wow. Our listening goes way down. Like when someone is upregulated and emotional, mm-hmm. have you ever tried to talk to somebody like that? Yes. Of course you have. It's like talking to a brick. What? Yep. Wall. Yes. And so, and so those are projections, you know, they need to respect my time more. I, how about, how about I take out they and put in I, oh, that's quite a different story. I need to respect my time more. I mean, come on, everybody, let's grow up. Let's get, let's get, let's get honest. Who, who wastes more of your time than you? Nobody. It's not even a close second. How about this? Who, who talks more trash to you than you? Nobody. It's not even a close second. But we'll 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 pick somebody out of the crowd or right next to us in our house and make them the, the villain. Yes. That's how, and, and you know what? It's, it's even worse than that because if our language is is worded that way, whether we want to create peace and harmony or not, we're getting chaos. So projection. That's where the bitterness and the resentment and 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 most of the stronger emotions and feelings lie. We recommend getting to those later. Then there's negations, and here's what they sound like. Here, here's the negation keywords: can't, won't, isn't, not, shouldn't, hasn't, haven't. And it sounds like I won't make that mistake again. I just force myself to make a picture of making that mistake again. Or I'm not going to let them treat me that way anymore. Now I got a projection and a negation. I'm not going to let them treat me that way again. And I just made a picture of them doing that same thing again. Hello, stress response. My driving teacher said when I got in the car, he said, look where you want to go because you're probably going to go there. Rocket science. And then, and then here, here's a good one. You know, I can't keep focusing on my past. I had someone say that in a session, and I had the, I gave him a pen and a piece of paper. I said, write that sentence down. Like, which one? I said, I can't keep focusing on my past. And I said, if that's what you can't keep doing, what can you start doing? And when you start to use different words, it's like learning a, a new language. He goes, focus on my future more? It goes up at the end. He started, and it went up at the end. It's called up talk. And I said, yes, take a breath. Say it again. And it was like he was learning English for the first time. He was learning to use his English in a different way for the first time. I can focus on my future more. I, I can. Wow. Uh, more breath from that. I can. I can. I can. Because guess what? We're always talking ourselves into stuff or out of stuff. I can focus on my future more. And then, then I had him, okay, what are three things you can do? And he did those things, and he messaged me nine months later. And he said, yeah, I'm making money, and I moved out, and I got my own place, and I, I like myself a lot more. Thanks. I said, you're welcome. Good job picking up a pen. Free. <laughs> and that brings up another important point, folks. Guess what? You didn't need a PhD to create the story of you're not good enough when you were getting bullied in middle school. You didn't need a PhD to create that story, and you don't need a PhD now to pick up a pen and get that story out of your head, because that's where it probably is, and on paper and change some words around. You don't need a PhD to do that. Your mom said, don't play with your food. Mark England is telling you play with your words. And the easiest way to play with your words is to get them out of your head, even though they're scary, and the pen feels like it weighs 900 pounds. Who cares? Get, get, the, get the stories out of your head and then start, because that's, that's the easiest way to think about your thinking is to observe it once it's written down. And then there's soft talk, which is the gateway drug, which is the thing we say, this is where you start. Here are the key words. Think, might, maybe, guess, sort of, kind of, hopefully, possibly, 
try. Almost twice. One day. We're going to go to break, and we're going to have one last segment with Mark England. We're going to look at his vision, if he's optimistic about people changing their mindset, his 50-year goal, and more. Stay tuned. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. Hi, I'm Tammy Casper-Garcia from Naturally Inspired Nutrition. We can help you build a lifestyle, not a diet. Together, we will discover unlocking your food stories, building a food philosophy, eating food for medicine. We'll use a simple swap system. We will use an easy transformation system, and there'll be no more diets necessary. Naturally Inspired Nutrition, helping people feel good so they can do what they love for longer. Get more information or book today at naturallyinspirednutrition.com. This has really just been an introduction to Mark England and his work in Lifted.me. I am so fortunate that he's agreed to sit down with me and talk for Naturally Inspired Podcast as well. That's on Wednesday, the 27th. So we're going to break this stuff down. But in the meantime, you want to visit in Lifted.me, E-N-L-I-F-T-E-D.me. That's his website. So you can learn more about his work. Mark, um, are you optimistic that people can make this change? You have this 50-year vision of the impact that you're going to make on the world. Are you optimistic that we're going to get through this time and that people are going to make the shift? I'm, I'm optimistic enough people are going to. Not people in general. Enough. And it's the same thing with when you know I looked down that path um, and I saw that 55-year-old version of me and uh, it's the same thing with humanity. And now, now I am talking about the entire, like, I'll, I'll take anything in, 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 instead of transhumanism. Yes. I'll take Amen. anything instead of a Borg. I'll take anything. We haven't even begun and to understand our own capability. Why do we want to transfer into something else? Exactly. Exactly right. Because we've been, we ha- and, and guess what? We're part of this thing. If, 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 if we stay in it, they're doing it, everything to us, and I'm an innocent bystander in my experience here called my life, then we're really screwed. And um, I'll take anything. I'll take – just let's go book Mr. Fuller. He said it'll be a neck-and-neck neck race till the very end. And you know what? That's good. That's, 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 here's the formula, everybody. Well, just let's, I mean, you, 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 I mean, you know what you, I know what you know, generally speaking, just based on some of the stuff that I've thrown out there. And, and I also know how you found me. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. So here's the formula, everybody. It's, it's humanity plus technology plus the victim mentality equals the Borg. And if you don't know what the Borg is, look it up on your laptop. It's, some, it's Star Trek. And it, it, it's transhumanism. It's the, it's the merger of, of man and machine. Nobody's laughing. Nobody's dancing. No one's got a good suntan. Nobody's making babies the old-fashioned way. There's, it's, it's, it, is a, it is a hive mind that is dictated by a technocratic omniscient, omnipotent, uh, control freak, uh, um, overlord, it, you know, archons probably. And, and that, no, no, no. And, and I'm also going to touch on what you said. We haven't even gotten into our own potential, uh, individually or collectively. I mean, what would it look like three or four generations down the line of, of people that are breathing well, making great babies, that breed well, that make babies that breed well, because our language is an inheritance. We inherit this, and we also inherit our, our parents' breeding patterns. Okay, It's called entrainment. Very rarely does someone come out of a house that's a high-stress environment, and they're all cool, calm, and collected. No, no. Most of like parents are uptight, upregulated. 
the, the, the children match their breathing patterns. And then, oh, by the way, they inherit the sounds that they use to create the stories of stress in the first place. And it's this perpetuating thing. And then, and then we're like, oh yeah, it's uh, cow farts. We got to, you can't travel credit says No, no, no. <laughs> so a better formula is humanity plus technology plus a, a hero's mentality or an architect mentality. And we'll, I mean, depending on whether you think the earth is flat around, that's Star Trek. That's when we get off this thing and go out into the stars and retain our humanness, retain our soul, retain our warmth, retain our heart, and, and go on to do bigger and, and better and cooler things. And, and we have that. I have that potential. Yes. And one of the things I'm going to do is continue to work on my story and use my language to, like I said earlier, stay focused on Amazing. You've been listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. We're going to have more with Mark England on Naturally Inspired Podcast. You won't want to miss it. Uh, December 27th. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mark. That's enlifted.me to learn more about Mark England. I'm going to mess around. Yeah. Thank you for listening and watching today's show. We aren't here to tell you what to think, but to inspire and empower you to do your own thinking for better life results. We are being shadow banned, censored, canceled, and deleted simply for sharing our message. Go to contacttammy.com and always stay connected with us. At contacttammy.com, sign up for our latest report on health, freedom, and organic lifestyle. Text the word HEALTH to 833-838-1020 and get free access to our community and a chance to win free merchandise and products. Send me a quick message and become a supporter. There are many options available and you will have a direct impact on keeping independent media healthy and growing. Go to contacttammy.com and let's stay connected.